Welcome to All the Nuggets. Thank you so much for being part of the Nugget crew. I am your host, Miranda Reyes with Miranda Madison Events, and I am so grateful that you are sharing a part of your day with me. Enjoy this podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Miss Stephanie on the line. Actually, we're on a Zoom call, so this will be interesting because Stephanie will see all my funny faces on all my hand gestures that I'm throwing all over the place. But um, we had actually met through Instagram, direct message, and we were just kind of chatting that that's kind of the new norm nowadays, I feel like. Um, but she's actually based out of San Diego, um, just been super sweet to you know interact with and meet uh, virtually, and I actually can't wait to meet you um, in person. But why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, introduce your company, and kind of let people know how long you've been in the industry for. So thanks for having me. Um, I'm Steph. My business is Oh My Design Steph, and I design wedding invitations for modern couples. I like to say it's not your mama's wedding invitation, but it's yeah. also mom approved. Yeah, <laughs> I love um, that. Yeah, so I started actually this month, seven years ago, just doing graduation announcements, um, baby shower invitations. I said I would never do weddings just because there's so many pieces to the invitation. There's all the etiquette rules and mm. the envelope addressing, and I just wasn't into it. Sure. Um, and all my friends started getting married, and I was doing save the dates, and then eventually got kind of, I don't want to say forced but um, they're doing our invitations, so yeah. it really started that way, and I okay. realized, you know, if I want to make this, like, an actual job mm-hmm. or it's a hobby, I need to get into weddings, mm-hmm. and so I started from there, and it was, like, a little nerve-wracking at first, but yeah. now it's just, like, what I do day in and day yeah. out. I, yeah. You know, the etiquette and all that stuff is just uh, second nature at this yeah. point. But isn't it funny, though, how... You know, when you start off, you're like, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. And then as you get going, you're like, wait, but I mean, that's really where people are going to spend the money, you know, to do the stationery and to really, you know, take the time to make it all pretty and fancy. And I mean, the flat lays that people do are just amazing, you know, so... Isn't it funny, though, how it evolves like that? <laughs> I think it just feels like a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. whether you're, you know, a planner or a photographer or rotations or, like, whatever. It just feels like pressure because it's their day and there's, like, all of this put around it and the expectations and everything. Sure. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I think you just have to, like, move past that. And once yeah. you do a couple and realize, like, you know, it you learn or you learn from other people like what to do and sure yeah. then you the professional and that's like why you do what you do. yeah yeah definitely and um at least off the etiquette end you know and the verbiage and all that you know I feel like obviously thankfully you know technology is amazing nowadays you know and it's just a matter of you know, A, either reaching out to someone that could help you or B, I mean, even just looking it up on YouTube or Google, it's like verbiage for an RSVP or verbiage for this, you know, and, or I mean, holy cow, so many just Facebook groups, you know, that, you know, can just tell you like, do this, 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 and this, you know, like there's so many people out there that are willing to help, willing to help other people strive, you know, you know, whether you are in the same you know, town or whether you're, I mean, totally across the country from each other, people 
are just willing, you know? So I feel like it's really fun. And it, I feel like just really comes down to taking that personal leap, you know? It's like, okay, like, let's do it, you know? So, I mean, for you then, um, how was that so-called leap to the wedding side for you? Yeah, so it was like, I mean, pretty natural just because mm-hmm. I was already doing Save the Dates. And like I said, I, I didn't want to. So the first two that I did were from friends. Okay. And then I remember just taking pictures of those two designs that I did and like putting them on Etsy. Mm-hmm. And then I remember like the first actual order I got from someone that I didn't know. And yeah, I thought, yeah. all right, yeah. it's this. And yeah. it's always just like a figuring it out process. Even sure. today, clients will come to me and want to do something that like I haven't done before. Sure. And I like that. It challenges me, but Mm -hmm. it's always a learning process and just researching and kind of like saying yes and figuring it out as as you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, how, so then how long have you been on Etsy for? So I've been on Etsy for seven years. Okay. So pretty much from the beginning. Wow. And then, I mean, just the evolution of Etsy itself, have they like changed any of their kind of algorithms or have they kind of just stayed like the same all throughout those seven years? No, it's changed like super significantly. (laughs) Um, I think I probably used to get between 10 of my clients from Etsy Uh and it's definitely not that way anymore. Um, I still get some clients from there, but um for one the competition on there is so much more than it used to be so I started my shop in 2013 Mm -hmm. um and I'm not sure the exact number but if you go on Etsy now and search wedding invitations Mm -hmm. there's upwards of half a million results yeah um so that's something that I've had to like adjust and learn from but I think it worked for me then because what happened was those people that I worked with would tell their friends and Mm -hmm. so it kind of like Mm -hmm slowly grew sure organically um mm-hmm. from that as I built up my business using sure. like other ways of finding clients yeah yeah yeah. and then I mean for you to start your business though like how what was that story for you oh man <laughs> <laughs> so I'll give you the like medium version. Okay. <laughs> too long. And, um, but so I actually went to school to college to be a teacher. Okay. I got my degree in early childhood education. Okay. Um, I taught second grade for one year okay. and then I lost my job with budget cuts oh, no. and everything. Oh. Um, so I like always thought that was what I was meant to do. Yeah. And like, yeah. I was very passionate about it. Sure. Um, but I had to find a job and I started working in an insurance office just okay. as like a front desk yeah. admin type yeah. role. Um, and I'm like, it was really nice because coming from teaching, I'm like, wow, I'm surrounded by adults yeah. and yeah. <laughs> I can take a bathroom break when right. I want. Right. Um, so that part of it was really nice, but I just knew like, I can't let this be my life forever. Yeah. And I, yeah kind of went through some things personally and, you know, needed a creative outlet. So I took a online to learn design and I learned about printing and it really just like started from there. Um, so yeah, it was very much a hobby at first. I still worked full time. Um, and then about a year and a half, um, I went part-time at that job. And then a year later I quit to do it full time. Full time. Wow. I mean, but to 
make that transition, you know, and make the decision to make that transition, you know, what was, I mean, kind of rolling through your head in these moments? Yeah, so it got to the point where um, I had more business than I had time um, to keep up with, but I didn't have enough business where I felt like it was going to replace my, like, full-time income, so I was very much at this, like, stage of if I don't do this, mm-hmm. you know, I can't leave and you just aren't sure what to do. And you sure. either have to jump or you have to let it go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's kind of insane to be doing yeah. both. Yeah. Um, so I was very strategic about saving up mm-hmm. money. And I said, sure. once I hit like this amount of money saved, like I'm out. Yeah. You're and done. <laughs> so, yeah, that's exactly wow. what I did. And like my parents were like, not into it. Right. They're like, what are you doing? And mm-hmm. Everyone around me was very, um, like, worried, I guess. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I always just said, like, give it six months. If it doesn't yeah, work out, like, yeah. I'll go get a job, sure. you know? It's, yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. permanent. Right, right. Um, and now the thought of, like, not doing this just doesn't, like... like mm, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it's... And, I mean, just to make that leap um, and to have that you know family influence you know and the family's chirping in your ears it's really hard you know and I feel like that's where a lot of people stay stagnant or they don't end up even making that leap in general because they're like I don't want to disappoint my family I don't want to you know have that down my neck I don't want to you know go to sleep feeling like this every single night you know but um it's hard, you know, and to, I mean, be strong enough to say, trust me, like, this is going to work out. And if it doesn't, like, I'll go back, you know, and like, right. and giving yeah. that, give, giving them that reassurance, um, you know, but I mean, that's, I feel like where a lot of dreams die, unfortunately, you know, and it's, it's really sad to see and hear. And, you know, that is honestly, like, a lot of the premise of this podcast is truly encouraging people just take the leap, just do it, you know, and you just, I mean, life is just too short, you know, and you know, if it hits while you're young, great. If it hits when you're older, great. You know, like thankfully our lifespan, I feel like is a lot longer than it used to be, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's fun, you know? Um, So then, go ahead, sorry. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, I think that people think that being employed and having a quote-unquote traditional job Mm -hmm. is safe and secure, Mm -hmm. and being a freelancer or running your own business is this, like, big, scary, risky thing, Mm -hmm. but as we've just seen with the whole COVID situation, Mm -hmm. so many people are being laid off or told they can't come to work, Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, like, I'm still running my business. Sure. That yeah. being said, obviously, in the wedding industry, things sure. are a lot slower right now. But, sure. you know, I haven't lost my job. Nope. And, like, I'm yeah. thankful that I have this, like, outlet that I can still reach people and work on my business, sure. even though, yeah. you yeah. know, things are a little funky right yeah. now. <laughs> um, but I think when you, like, raise that to people and just explain to them that, you know, just because you have a you know, traditional job, a boss, mm-hmm. you're employed, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's necessarily, like, the most safe and secure right. thing. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, this is not even on the, a lot of these questions haven't even been on the sheet, as you can, you know, kind of get from that, but I like to, I mean, really, truly engage in these conversations and, you know, figure out, okay, what's going to be the next question? So, 
I mean, in your mind, how would you define success? (laughs) That's like pretty easy for me. Um, I would say success equals freedom. Yeah. I love that. Um, And that's like very simple, like no matter what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, I think financial freedom freedom from having restraints Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and creative freedom as well is all like the ideal yeah success because i mean success looks different to a lot of people you know so um what is the favorite part your favorite part of your business so I really like working with couples and they come to me and they're pretty clueless about yeah. invitations because yeah. they've never done this before and sure. they feel overwhelmed like how I felt when I started yeah. Yeah, doing yeah. weddings <laughs> and they just really like trust me and mm-hmm. they'll tell me a few different things whether it's about like their venue or their sure. personality yeah. and yeah. what they're most excited about for sure. paper and I mm-hmm. kind of just like I'm able to handhold and guide them yeah, to yeah. make like as cheesy as it sounds, like make make their paper dreams like yeah, come, come true. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. Um so what are some of your goals that you have for your business? Yeah, so I think just with everything going on right now, I feel like some of my goals have changed, and mm-hmm. I've like taken the last couple of weeks to like reevaluate sure. um, what exactly is going on. And I did my business to have more freedom, and mm-hmm. sometimes I'm realizing that maybe I don't as much as I want to. And sure. the ultimate goal is to have like more freedom and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know as business owners I'm sure you understand this like if we don't work we don't make money sure um taking vacations and stuff like that have to be planned around like our busy seasons and um so I'm trying to just like figure out different ways right now to I guess just like make my income more um like stable and not so seasonal I'm also trying to figure out ways with everything that's happened. A lot of the vendors have closed or like mm-hmm. slowed their processing time. So I mm-hmm. work with like envelope suppliers and sure. outsourced to printers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And mm-hmm. just figuring out like how reliant my business is on other people sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Um, so that might be a like good follow-up question to yeah. ask. Yeah. <laughs> because right now I'm like, I'm very like, just kind of like looking at my business from sure. like, where do I want to take this right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to write that because I actually, I am actually the personality to follow up with people and be oh, like, man. hey, <laughs> how is everything going? Yeah. On process. So then, I mean, is like your printing, your envelopes, everything like that outsourced? Yeah, it is. So I print, um, if couples do envelope addressing, I mm-hmm. do that here in-house but otherwise I'm like very reliant on different suppliers and Mm -hmm. different printers for Mm -hmm. every project and every project's different so like my main envelope supplier um they had the shelter in place they're Mm -hmm. like in a different state so like they closed and now they've reopened but they have two 
people working and this is like oh a massive yeah, company yeah. Uh, but that was the only way that they were able to get back up and running right, so it's like yeah. what used to be a one-day turnaround is now like a week so yeah. that can like impact you know my turnaround time with sure. clients yeah, and just yeah. like all the logistics have been a little more complicated than right usual. and it's just I mean figuring out you know and now it's like okay, all, like, timelines and things were set on dates when you were going to get it. Well, now we have to, I mean, possibly do a reprint, you know, about, like, a new save the date, you know, and then, like, sending those out and doing all that, you know. So, yeah, it's just a lot of logistics for sure. Yeah, it's been, I think at first I was, like, just in shock. Mm -hmm. I was like, Mm -hmm. how is this, Mm -hmm. like, how is this going to work? Right, right you know, since then I've had time to like figure it out. And like, there are people that are still open and, you know, the people who are the one woman man or the one man, um, and woman shops that Mm -hmm. are like, those people are still open. Right. Yeah. um, Yeah. So so I just like, yeah, I feel like it's been fun to, I mean, really see who still is in business, you know, through everything, you know, and kind of obviously just working from home and, you know, still trying to figure it out, you know, and kind of being more reliant on them, you know, and I mean, I hate to, you know, re, you know, have new, you know, business relationships, but I mean, in times like these, you know, you, you kind of really see like, you know, how people operate and, you know, how they're dealing with this crisis, you know, at the end of the day. Um, so, I mean, would you ever see yourself, I mean, doing the printing and the envelopes and everything in-house ever? Like, or is that kind of just more design and then sending it out? Yeah, I don't think so. I I like to tell people, um, because I don't do calligraphy and I sure. don't paint. Right, right. And I don't print. So yeah. people are like, what do you do? And I'm yeah. like... Imagine like hiring an interior designer to yeah, come to your house, yeah. right? Like they don't build your house. Right. <laughs> they don't build your furniture. Right. They don't paint your walls. Right. Yeah. But they like pull everything Design. together. Yeah, literally. And yeah. I am no, I would lose my mind. <laughs> like I don't want I'm I don't want to be a printer. No. Um, I definitely enjoy like the design yeah, aspect yeah. of it. So then off of your end, I mean what programs do you use to design? Yeah, so primarily I'm in InDesign, um, and then I'll use, like, Illustrator, Photoshop, stuff like that, just depending on what I'm doing. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Who is someone that inspires you? Ooh. See, these are the questions I'm just like, I don't know. Um, Um... I don't know it's like hard because I'm thinking of like stationary people but I don't want to call someone that's like in my industry I'm trying to think like outside of that right I think right now I'm just inspired by everyone that's a business owner and all the people in the wedding industry Mm -hmm. I'm also been really this is gonna sound so cheesy but (laughs) I've been like super inspired by my couple's the March and April ones that have yeah. had to reschedule their <clears throat> weddings and just like the way that they've handled it with such just like positivity mm-hmm. has been amazing mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. to see all the business owners that have been so positive. And mm-hmm. I know 
the wedding planners are working like major yeah. overtime <laughs> um and like making everything happen and it's mm-hmm. just been like mm-hmm. really like uplifting to just sure. see how people are handling all of this yeah no definitely and I mean when you really like sit back and think about it like everything that we really come across I mean are all events you know like whether it's a conference whether it's a game whether it's you know a tournament whether it's obviously a wedding or a celebration or any like it's all events you know so it's just crazy um yeah how I mean the event industry like truly took like a slash yeah for a moment you know so I feel like it's just now like a contingency plan that none of us would have ever had to think of you know and just really thinking on our feet you know like because I feel like we're already already we're already doing those things you know but truly just putting ourselves in a totally different mindset that we never would have thought of you know for I mean any business industry honestly you know we're business professional we're just like okay well what are we doing and then obviously sticking with your guns you know and just being like okay this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to go about it. Let's go, you know, on to the next. <laughs> it's been very unique. I think it's, like, been cool to see people get creative mm-hmm. with how they're handling things mm-hmm. and to see people just, like, stepping up and really, like, serving and, mm-hmm. you know, being there. And yeah, yeah. Um, it is, like, totally – I mean, I've heard the word unprecedented a million times mm-hmm. in the last week or so, but yeah. it is. And, like, just to see, like, how people are reacting has been really neat. Yeah. No, it's really fun. Um, what are some of your favorite podcasts or books that you love to listen to or read in your free time? Um, so probably one of my favorite podcasts is James Wedmore's, uh, Mind Your Business podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, he, it's not necessarily like wedding related, but, or it's not at all wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but he's just a great small business owner with, I like a lot of ideas. Um, it's a lot about mindset and just like having the abundance mindset and Mm -hmm. positivity, Mm -hmm. Um, and stuff like that I think that's probably like my first one I listen to once I'm out of listening to his new episodes of course I love uh, Jenna Kutcher's The Gold Digger podcast yeah yeah I know a lot of people talk about that one and I feel like I should really get into them but I'm super have you heard of Gary Vee do you know who that is yeah absolutely oh my gosh I'm all about his podcast and he has like thousands like not even not thousands but like hundreds you know so I've been listening to him for like two two years now and I I still have not caught up because he is literally posting every single day you know yeah. so um he's he's like my god if you want to call him oh uh, yeah I like I feel like I haven't listened to him in a long time I need to like reinvestigate him yeah he's a good like kick you in your butt type of person, you know, like literally give it to you straight. Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I find, I find it really comical though. And I feel like those people are always the ones that, you know, I look to the most because that's, I mean, everyone obviously reacts differently to different ways and different things motivate them, you know, but yeah, if you're definitely like one of those people that like, I need to stop feeling sorry for myself for a moment, like I'm going to go listen to Gary (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, Love like it. cuss yeah. you out of the room. Um, so, I mean, when you do find yourself at a low, you know, because obviously life is highs and lows and kind of medium one day. Okay, I'm just kind of like, eh. How do you, I mean, what do you do personally to pick yourself back up, get yourself back on that high? I just go on a walk. Okay. I feel like I have to, like, get up, leave my computer. Yeah, yeah. Be outside in the sunshine, mm-hmm. get some, like, not so much exercise, but yeah. just, like, move my body. Yeah, I'm yeah. usually listening to a podcast, yeah. and by the time I, like, make it back to my house, I'm, like, okay. It's, like, okay. just, like, a little reset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then how far are you from the beach? Ooh, so directionally, like, I think a mile and a half. Okay. Um, But it's, like, about a nine or ten minute drive. Okay. So, yeah, I feel like it's hard. And then nine or ten minute drive and then having to find parking, too, I feel like. Totally. (laughs) It just depends. So do you, I mean, are you normally just walking or biking down to the beach? Or what's kind of, like, your routine off that end? So if I do go, like, I'll normally drive because it is, like, um, some, like, I don't windy roads I guess okay um, yeah, yeah. but I live there's a place called Liberty Station mm-hmm. in San Diego mm-hmm. um and it's really nice it's actually the old naval base oh, here cool. or okay. like where they the yeah. barracks where uh-huh. they um live during boot camp and stuff okay and it's been tra- changed into like there's like restaurants and stuff oh, like that cool. in there but there's a really nice um like parks and you can walk okay. by the water right there okay. and I can like walk there from my house so that's oh that's go-to. cool yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so then I mean what moved you out to San Diego from Atlanta oh man <laughs> <laughs> um a boy okay <laughs> yeah so um I grew up in Atlanta I lived there my entire life uh-huh. I like grew up went to college and then bought a house all okay. within like Holy 20 God. minutes of each other. Wow. Um, I went to a wedding and met a guy who lived in San Diego. Okay. And I wasn't sure if I would ever see him again, but I really liked him. Yeah. And we did the long distance back and forth. And um, I can like relate this to quitting my job because okay. it's very much <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. I'm just going to like try it out. So I just kind of like came out here um, for a few months since I can really work wherever. Yeah. And, um, just like tried it out here and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I don't think I'll get my, yeah, it's been like a year and a half. Um, okay. and I think it was great to try something new and mm-hmm. like move and be challenged that way. And San Diego is awesome. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely. So then are you still with the boy? Yes. Okay, I was going to say. Because yeah. <laughs> you were, like, kind of saying it, like, there's this boy, but I just couldn't, like, read if, like, you guys oh, yeah. still- Okay. No, he's um, just in the other room. We're oh, both okay. working from home, so it's, uh, <laughs> it's been close quarters for right? a couple weeks now, but no, it's been, it's been fun. Well, I mean, what a better time to really get to know each other and be stuck totally. in quarantine. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, that's fun. And then... I mean, you had mentioned before we had started the recording um, how just wedding industry is so different from, you know, that southern, you know, Atlanta life. Um, how so, would you say? Yeah, so I think it is like the, it doesn't feel traditional when you're like in it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in Atlanta, but it is more of the like southern, like 
bigger, like the families are more involved mm-hmm. with the planning. Mm-hmm. Um, the budgets are a little different and like the parents are helping out way more. Sure. Um, there's kind of like a average, I guess, wedding budget. And that all okay. comes with like, I guess you're like standard stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in my experience here, which has been limited, I will say, sure. yeah. um, but I'm finding it's, it seems more extreme. So it's either like very small, intimate wedding, mm-hmm. like we're doing tacos in yeah, a brewery, yeah, yeah. or it's like very high end, yeah. like a lot of people, mm-hmm. the nicest, like, you know, what I would consider like a high end luxury wedding. Sure. Yeah. Um, those more like middle of the road mm-hmm. don't seem to be as common here. Mm. Um, so it's literally like only... extreme. Like... <laughs> yeah. And so those are like my people are the kind of like, and I don't want to say that that's like their average right. or anything yeah. like yeah, that yeah. because I love working on those types yeah. of weddings. Yeah. Um, and I just haven't found those here quite okay. as much. I'm sure they're here. Sure. I just haven't like, I guess, found those people yet. Yet, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, but just a southern wedding, I, you see them in the movies, I feel like, and you see them with the, you know, White House and the plantation and all these different things, but, I mean, is that tradition and norm kind of down there, or do you find a lot of people, I mean trying to sway away from it or I mean obviously you had said there's a lot of family influence like how does that kind of work down there yeah so I normally find myself working with more non-traditional couples um just because of the style that I do and like Mm -hmm. I said it's I say not your mama's wedding invitation Mm -hmm. but it is mom approved so it's going to be the parents who are like um just a little more open to, you know, I think weddings are just, there's some people have the expectation of them being so traditional and like, Oh, Mm -hmm. this is the invitation. It should be like this. Mm -hmm. It should look like this versus something a little more modern looking. People kind of get scared by (laughs) um, stuff like that. And you know, the, they're like, Oh, this is your wedding invitation. You're going to look back on it forever. Like you need it to be this like thing that looks so simple. Like everyone else is. Um, Yeah. And so I think just my brand and my business and my designs, like I don't necessarily find myself working with those people. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, But there were definitely a lot of, um, a lot more of that. I think that the Southern weddings are a lot of the times like put on by the bride's parents, which is like a very traditional way Mm -hmm. um, of Mm -hmm. doing it. So they do want to be involved in some of those decisions, including invitations yeah oh absolutely um and you know I mean just for the average person you know maybe educational wise for like a bride or groom or maybe for I mean just a vendor to just kind of know what is the standard you know stationary set that you're normally you know sending out with each invitation yeah so um an invitation is always going to include like the invitation itself which mm-hmm. is, of course, what people mainly think of with invitations. Um, and then your RSVP card to let people know um, or to let the bride and groom know if they're coming or not. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people do a details insert, which is going to be, I say, put the most important information there sure. and then do your wedding website for everything else. Sure. Um, 
and then the mailing envelope mm -hmm. and there's the traditional way of doing the inner and outer envelope but most couples are just opting to do the single mailing envelope sure um dressing it up possibly with an envelope liner that's one of my like favorite ways oh, to yeah. have fun with it mm -hmm. no definitely sorry my dog's like <laughs> whining at me <clears throat> here i'll show you him real quick <laughs> We have four of them, but this one likes to hang out with me when I when I work. This is him. Oh, so cute! I don't know why he's whining though. Oh my gosh, okay. he's adorable. <laughs> um. So yeah, then, I mean, what extras have you really seen, if any, like, with the invitation itself? Yeah, so I think the envelope liner is, like, one of the most popular ways to kind of what I would consider, like, upgrade and just add, okay. like, a little fun element and surprise. Sure. Um, people are doing, like, black seals. Oh, I don't yeah. do a ton of those. I feel like I like them. They just don't really go with my design aesthetic as uh -huh. much. Um, I'm loving, like, vellum, which is, like, the see-through oh, paper, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of, like, the frosted-looking, mm -hmm. um, like, vellum envelopes have been really fun. Oh, that's cool. Um, I just started offering white ink printing in-house, okay. so for, like, envelopes and stuff like that, yeah, so yeah, do, yeah. like, a dark envelope with the white ink printing. Oh, that's pretty. Um, I love that. Has been really fun, and, yeah, I think people are always finding, like, new ways to... People will come to me and be like, do you do this? Like, well, I haven't, but let me... Yeah, let me see. Like, Let me look into that, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. One of my favorite things is people printing on wood. Oh, yeah. Um, those have been really pretty and just stuff like that. And I think, you know, that, like, getting unique and mm -hmm. thinking outside the box, to me, has become the more normal versus, sure. like, picking just, like, the traditional. Right, right, right. Um, so then a lot of the times when you do, I mean, get the invitations and the RCP and the details and everything put into one, do you find a lot of your couples actually printing onto the envelopes? Like, so then they're already addressed and all that, or does it really, I mean, come case by case? Yeah. So I offer that, um, as a service to do. Okay. Um, so I would say like, definitely more than half of them okay. use me to do that for them. Yeah. Um, there are some couples who want to write them themselves. I, you know, like, God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the time and patience it takes. Right. Um, and then there are some couples that will hire a calligrapher okay. outside of me or mm -hmm. I'll connect them with a calligrapher sure. and then send the envelopes there and they'll, mm -hmm. you know, be done and then send the invitations. And sure. so they'll like stuff them and do all that themselves. Yeah. But um, I really like the envelope addressing. I feel like yeah. it's kind of the middle of the road way to sure. go. It's good pricing. And then we'll do like a font to match their invitations. So right. It's really nice. Yeah. Well, and I feel like, I mean, there's so many fonts that do look like calligraphy, you know? So then you can like really just make people think like, oh, they had a calligrapher, like calligraphist do this, but it's just a font, you know? So then, I mean, it's a lot of time and then... Not, obviously, we, we love the calligraphers, but, um, it, I mean, cuts them, you know, so then it's, like, faster to get to them at the end of the day, you know? Definitely, yeah. yeah. I feel like time, time is always the biggest thing with everything. Um, hang on real quick. So then, how important is it to time block and I mean keep a good time management schedule with I mean working at home 
now owning your own business full-time um how important is that to you yeah I think that's like everything mm-hmm. um I mean it doesn't work perfectly every day but right. I think like having some kind of schedule in place sure. is a good starting yeah. point yeah. Um, every day is definitely different. So just Mm -hmm. kind of like planning it out. And I will normally give myself three like bigger tasks per day. Um, that seems more manageable. And of course there's like the smaller things in there, like, you know, answering emails Mm -hmm. or sending a quote or Mm -hmm. posting Mm -hmm. on Instagram that don't get tacked onto there. And then just breaking it down and saying, okay, I need to design this person's proofs. Mm -hmm do these people's envelope printing Mm -hmm. and, you know, have a client consultation call and kind of like everything else like fills in from there. But yeah, yeah, I think that having some kind of time blocking and schedule is important. And then I just break it up with my little walks. Right. (laughs) No, definitely. Um, How important are vendor relationships to you yeah super important I think that if you find the vendors that have the same ideal client that Mm -hmm. you have Mm -hmm. it not only benefits the vendors but it benefits the client sure um so in Atlanta there was a florist I worked with we were friends like we hung out all the time Mm -hmm. and we realized that her clients were also my clients they were the same person yeah so when she would have someone book her for flowers she would immediately put them in contact with me and those were some of the favorite people I worked Mm -hmm. with and it's because Mm -hmm. she had already almost like vetted them yeah and I knew if they liked her that they were gonna like me sure because we were so similar Similar. yeah 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 um and so I still have a lot of vendor connections in Atlanta, uh-huh. but that's something I really need to do better about here in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I haven't made it a priority. Sure. Um, and it's hard to like break in with people yes. that already yeah. have their set vendors and mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. And sure. I'm not necessarily like new in the industry. Sure. I'm just new here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And just like finding the right people and sure finding those people that have the same ideal clients that mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Sure. It's yeah. something I need to work on for sure. Well, what a perfect time to do it for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was, I think I was talking to someone last night, um, actually from Seattle. She's a baker and she, I mean, was pretty much in the same boat and she's like, I, you know, I'm newer in the industry. She had only been in business for a year and she goes, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, like how to, you know, just reach out to these people. And I told her, um, you know, she was feeling bad in the beginning, obviously, when all of us were, you know, just figuring out like shelter in place, you know, figuring out how to live life, how to, you know, obviously having to reschedule a lot of our things, you know, but I told her, I was like, just do it. Because now I feel like a lot of us, I mean, pretty much have everything rescheduled. You know, everyone's really just hunkering down at this point, you know, and you know, we're all on our phones, you know, so um, I mean, literally, like what I had done to you, you know, and just sending those messages out and, you know, truly, I mean, just being like genuine and authentic and real, you know, and say, hey, you know, um, telling people, you know, about you. And I like the reason why I do what I do there's always like a reason behind it, you know? So I always tell my friends, you know, 
if you're ever looking for an Instagram direct message to send to people, literally look at the one that I had sent to you, you know, like start it off and say, hey, how are you? I hope you're doing well in this time. Um, I want to just quickly let you know about myself, let you know like that I've been in the industry for this long. I'm newer to the area, to the San Diego area, and I'm learning to you know, grow and meet more people, you know, so if obviously we can't network in person, you know, like, let's do it virtually, you know, so I feel like when you always, you know, really just help people and just like, try and then learn more about them, you know, then there's that commonality, there's that interest, obviously, you know, you guys are all in the vet industry there, you're all in San Diego, you know, and then obviously, once it lifts, then you can, you know, get into the shoots more, get into all these different things that, um, you know, really just helps, you know, get yourself out there more. Um, but yeah, I always tell people, watch what I, or watch what I'm doing and not as much as I'm saying, you know? And so literally I told her like, literally just take my whole message that I wrote to you and then just yeah. put your own little inserts in there, you know, cause who knows, you know, you never well, know. That's why when you reached out to me, I was excited and I yeah. recommend, I was like, why don't we just do a Zoom? I'd love yeah. to like meet you and yeah. hear about yeah, your yeah. business yeah. and, you know, get to know you. Sure. Um, and that's something too, I think because I can serve people everywhere mm -hmm. and I'm not as like necessarily reliant, sure. that's probably why I haven't made it a priority, but sure. it is fun to, um, you know, be more involved and like see it all come together. Yeah. You get yeah. that when you work with local people. Yeah. local vendors sure. um but yeah I think even now reaching out to people and just setting up like a virtual mm -hmm. like what we're doing right yeah. now yeah, yeah. you know to meet yeah no I I think uh virtual happy hours are really popular nowadays yeah <laughs> you know and people are just like have like their glass of wine or whatever right next to them and I'm like that's really smart but I mean yeah. that's all we can do at this point you know yep um so then what was your dream job when you were a child? Um, a teacher. Okay. So I when you did it, then. Yeah. yeah, I was obsessed. Um, I, like, had a little classroom set up, and my, like, parents, like, my basement was our playroom. Oh. Um, I had, like, a little desk. I would, like, go to, I don't even know if it's still around, but uh -huh. the school box store was, like, where teachers would buy, like, their supplies their yeah. and spend, like, my allowance money on oh. like stuff like that <laughs> it was probably so a little cute. strange um but yeah well, and was teaching different. was not at all what I thought it was gonna be <laughs> right so then I mean so that was your dream job you ended up fulfilling it for a year um you know af after that point of you know being let go and having the budget cuts and everything in that year I mean did you just learn like this truly isn't what I thought it was going to be or what I mean what was that kind of like for you I mean obviously to not go back after that you know yeah it's crazy because when I was in it I really felt like this is what I'm supposed to be doing mm -hmm. and then when I lost my job I was devastated sure. I you know it obviously went to school for this mm -hmm. I had dreamed about doing it since I was a kid yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought like this was like my purpose in life and mm -hmm. I remember um, when I started working at the insurance company, my boss had pulled me to the side one day and said, mm -hmm. 
you know, do you think you'll go back to teaching? And after I'd been there for a while, I was like, no, Mm -hmm. because I didn't realize until I left how stressful Mm. um, it was and just like how much of a effect it had on like my mental energy. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, being a teacher is hard. Being a first year teacher is like, (laughs) it's kind of insane. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And they just don't prepare for like we're getting into so no I was I was sad at first to close after um like I'm glad I did but looking back like there's just no way yeah Yeah. but I think that paired me for like everything you know that I'm doing now and Mm -hmm. all of that but yeah probably being a parent too here soon you know once you do have kids (laughs) and figuring it out you're like okay, well, I'm going to go back to my teaching days, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, just really, like, honing that patience in, you know, because, I mean, that's the ultimate, I feel like, at the end of the day. And, you know, dealing with some of the snotty kids, unfortunately, you know. I mean, but then, obviously, some of the really good ones. But I feel like it's just with anything in life, you know, a lot of your energy and mental capacity is going towards the negatives, negative ones, at least, you know. So, um yeah, it's definitely hard, but that's, I mean, one of those things, you know, you live and you learn, you know, and you fulfilled that dream. And then now it's like, okay, not going to do that anymore, but let's keep, you know, what's, what's new and what's next, you know? Um, so then what has been the most unique or most like, the coolest project that you've worked on that you truly, I mean, got to unleash, like, your creative freedom on? Mm. I think, mm, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm working on something right now mm-hmm. um, that I'm pretty excited about. It's basically a different, I guess, division of my current business, but it's going to be um, its own type of business and Mm -hmm. it's to serve other people, um, in the wedding industry Mm -hmm. as, and to serve the couples by doing more like template style Mm -hmm. invitations that they can download edit on their own and print. Um, and you know, this has something that was started out of, um, this whole COVID situation mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. something I've been thinking about for a while, but mm-hmm. I didn't want, I guess, to dilute my own brand by sure. offering this, sure. and, which is why I decided to, um, open it under like a new brand basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with that, I'm really excited to do the designs that are fully me sure. and what I'm loving right now. Yeah. yeah because yeah. I'm not necessarily working with a client, I can really go full in on um, what I want to do and mm-hmm. have the design. And mm-hmm. then they edit it and I don't have to see it or, right, right. you know, feel like, oh no, they're yeah. ruining my yeah. <laughs> design. I put all this love into right. um, They do it on their own. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm, no, that'll be fun. I think. Um, in my current business, just working with different printing methods. That's mm-hmm. something that um, I didn't do for a long time when I started out. Again, was like scared and overwhelmed. Yeah, but yeah. getting to work with things like foil stamping and letterpress mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. have just like really elevated what I'm able to offer. And I think that they just make the invitations look so much better. And they're really fun to like try different things with. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, definitely. 
Um, so then when will you roll out your templates for everyone? So technically they're, the Etsy shop is open. Okay. Um, I haven't made like a formal announcement yet. I'm okay. not sure like how exactly I want to do that. Okay. Um, but the, I started with doing, um, I felt like it was a very, it's a very niche product, but sure. basically for the couples who postpone their wedding, mm-hmm. but still chose to get married, sure. um, it's like photo announcements. So okay. basically it's like, we changed our date, but we couldn't wait. So it's a picture yeah. of their either like little elopement or yeah. even their courthouse wedding or whatever. Sure. Then with the information for their new wedding. Okay. Um, so it kind of like serves a dual purpose yeah, as like yeah. a announcement but also kind of like updating um them on their wedding stuff sure oh that's so cute though I love that um so then I mean really the basis of you know having you on the podcast is obviously learning more about you what you do what you love about what you do but ultimately I mean having the nugget crew is what I love to call them um like sharing with them how we can help you. So, I mean, per- currently, passion project wise, business goal wise, I mean, how can we help you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think just it's hard because I guess I I like it's hard for me to ask for help from mm-hmm. people, especially mm-hmm. like people. Um, that I don't know, but for anyone who's listening that feels like either, you know, they're in the industry and like could their clients could benefit from working with me or just someone they would want to talk to, whether it's me to learn from or just Mm. like to connect with, like, I would love to like make those personal connections with people. Um, otherwise I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I'll, I'll take all the help I can get, but I'm not even sure like what to ask for. No, it's okay. And that's why I had asked about, like, when you are launching or, like, for, like, the templates and stuff. So, hang on. Making connections with new people. What is your Etsy shop? Because I'll actually link that up as well so people just know, like. Yeah, so Oh My Designs by Steph is my main Etsy shop. Um, I sell samples of invitations there. And then that's obviously where I book the full service invitation clients. Um, the new Etsy shop is called someday paper co. I feel weird. I haven't like announced it anywhere yet. I've only told a few people, um, surprise. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm sure by the time this airs, that it will be up and running um, full fledged and running. Um, but yeah, I would love people to check it out. I think it's, um, definitely my, a lot of my designs are still more inspired by my clients, whereas, um, the templates are going to be, like I said, like more of kind of the direction I want to go, which Mm -hmm. is more of that like West coast casual, Mm -hmm. um, modern minimalist. Sure. It's like what I'm really liking right now. Definitely West coast. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it's cool though. Cause you have a cool story that you've seen what the East is doing and now you're bringing it to the West and you, you can almost do like a clash of both worlds, you know, and truly bring that to your personal, you know, that, that would be really cool. Um, Totally. That's like East East meets West. (laughs) I've been working on kind of like updating my brand and stuff even Mm -hmm. before all of this. And, 
you know, it's, it's hard. And I think especially when you do things like invitations, because they all do look so different. It's mm-hmm. not like all my designs look the same. Sure. Um, and creating that cohesive brand and everything's just like, keep going back to like you and your story and all that. So mm-hmm. I've, my like tagline now is I'm a Southern girl in Southern California. No, <laughs> and I think that that does relate to people yeah. because, yeah. you know, it's still the like Southern, there is that your mom approves of this mm-hmm. invitation. It's not mm-hmm. totally out there. Sure. Um, but like the Southern California element is coming mm-hmm. into it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. And I mean, just that Southern, I mean, everyone knows about it. I feel like, you know, like being like one of those Southern bells and Southern girls, you know, and just having that, you know, Southern love for people, you know, but then, I mean, bringing it to, you know, Southern California, I feel like is really cool. Um, yeah. Whereas everything's just so relaxed and chill and, you know, let's just go to the beach, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So I let all my guests leave um, one last nugget with the Nugget crew. Do you have something, you know, that's just kind of like screaming at you at this moment that you would want to, I mean, share with them? Yeah, I mean, I think this is going to sound so cheesy. I'm a cheesy person, though. So but okay. I love it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think just, like, life is short, and, like, mm-hmm. there's no reason to not, like, do what you want to do. At least try it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, try new things. And, like, you know, like we've all been experiencing with the COVID situation, like, this is such a great chance to try something new, try mm-hmm. something different. Mm-hmm. Um and I think just to, like, keep creating and, like, going back to yourself and, like, that mm-hmm. ultimate goal. And, like, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, for me, that's freedom. And, like, just making decisions that align with, like, you. that as my future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. Um, well, thank you for being on today. Yeah. Thank you. You did so good. I know you were like, I'm kind of nervous. I'm like, no, you did amazing. And there's my dogs barking now. So that that's just honestly real life like yeah. <laughs> working from home trying to figure out like okay dogs don't bark but then I, my mom always says their dogs are supposed to bark and I'm like but not during my calls like what yeah, right? just stop <laughs> um but thank you for your time it was wonderful meeting you virtually I can't wait to hopefully meet you in person you know maybe um obviously have you in on that style shoot that I was chatting with you um in July but I mean even to just have you on site you know um it would be lovely to meet you, have you meet, I mean, the other vendors that are there. Um, as you probably know, I mean, the styled shoots, you know, sometimes consist of 10, sometimes consist of 20, 25, you know, and they're all, you know, in that mindset to connect and community and collaborate, you know, and so those especially are really fun, um, I mean, just to meet people that are super like-minded. Because obviously you have the people that are way up that they're like, I don't do those things, you know. But then you have those people that are like, yes, yes, yes to all of it, you know. So um, I'll definitely be in touch with you for that. I'll definitely let you know when this is up. Um, But yeah, thank you again for your time today. Thank you for, you know, just, I mean, being you and sharing your story and being vulnerable. I know it's not easy for everyone, you know, but just literally doing the things you know like you had just said and just getting out you know doing a zoom call I know is even harder but uh we did it and I like I'm definitely um gonna follow up with you and I mean just really 
see you know i feel like obviously i'm doing all these calls during covid19 and then i feel like it's almost checking back in with my people you know and saying like hey how are you after you know say december say january you know like okay we got through it but like yeah. how are you now you know how how are your templates going how are all these different things going so um and i feel like as i literally do this podcast and i ch- chat with all these people like i you know try to give as much like ideas and information to them but then i feel like you guys also give me ideas you know so I mean, now I want to do follow-up calls with everyone, so we'll yeah. kind of see. Um, but yeah, I mean, thank you again, and uh, we'll chat soon. But yeah, have a wonderful rest of your Friday, and uh, happy Easter. I feel like yeah, it doesn't even thanks. feel like Easter. <laughs> I know, so, right? But thank you so much again, and we'll talk yeah. to you soon. So All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys again for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Miranda Madison Events. If this podcast has brought you any sort of value or you've learned something possibly from a previous bride or a vendor that you're just wanting to pass on and someone just needs to hear, please share it on with them. Um, I am really excited for this podcast and I am wanting the world to hear it so however I can help you guys however I can bring you more value um perhaps there's another topic that you may want to hear just let me know thank you guys bye